Yo, welcome to the Better Connection with your hosts, Big Mike and Tony T. Straight up bets. How you doing today, Tony T? Yo, what up, Big Mike? Uh, good to hear from you. Good to talk to you again. Let's talk about what happened last week, and uh, let's let's talk about a bunch of stuff today. Um, how you feeling out there, though, man? It's the weather's getting tis the season. You know what I'm saying? What's what's going on with you, man? What? <laughs> nah, uh, man. We good out here, man. Yeah, you know I mean Thanksgiving's right around the corner. You know what I mean. I just came back home from uh, the grocery store. Yep. Had, to, had to get my turkeys and all my fixings because I like to deep fry my turkey. How you like to? How, how you prefer your turkey, Tony T? I deep fry it as well. I deep fry it as well with either that or I put it in the bag in the oven, butter ball it up. You know. Ooh. Okay. 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 Yeah, I've seen my folks it's used fun, to do it it's like funny that. You say it though, man, because it's getting closer and closer. To Thanksgiving, yeah. man. It's like just right around the corner. Hell, I love Thanksgiving, bro. I just love all the food, man. Leftovers, just everything about it, man. But deep frying the turkey, man, for me, it's just like I can't go back after that. Yeah, that too. Uh, what's your favorite side when you have a turkey? You know what I mean? What's you? How do you like your turkey? You know, man, it's a little odd, man. I guess Inside. I had to pick a – I, I mean, stuffing's always good because, you know what I mean, some filling, but it for me – Man, it's either probably have to be garlic mashed potatoes or asparagus. I'm big on veggies, man. So I get some good old asparagus, some good old butter garlic asparagus. Or some years my pops would do it with some bacon, with like some crushed bacons on there. And ooh, yeah, some asparagus. Yeah, that sounds good, man. That sounds good. I, I also would mess with some uh, mashed potatoes from scratch, though. They got to be from scratch. I don't want no, yeah. I don't <laughs> add the water type shit. I don't want, I don't want that. But uh, no, yeah, great. You want that real stuff. The gravy, got to have the gravy with the mashed potatoes. Uh, you know what? I'm one of them people. I'll say that. I'm one of them people. Sometimes if it's really good mashed potatoes, I don't even need the gravy. But Thanksgiving gravy, is that's just that's totally different gravy. Yeah, My parents, yeah. they, they used to throw, uh, they would throw like the uh, the giblets and stuff in there. Turkey oh, yeah, neck. Yeah, you're right. Chop it up. Yep. Do it that. Do it like that. Throw it in the that gravy. flavor in there. This is the Better Connection recap of last week. Yeah, so just want to recap last week's games. Unfortunately, we did have a couple – we did have a few losses on Sunday, unfortunately. We uh, we had Seattle, we had Baltimore, and we had Cincinnati for the spread. Unfortunately, none of those teams were able to win or cover for us. Seattle, just guys, they, they just bad defense. They can't run the ball. The Baltimore Ravens, real bad weather game. Here's some rumors that maybe New England might have a weather machine out there, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, overall, they they can guys they just they they couldn't get it together that game. Center and quarterback couldn't they they weren't on the same level either. And we also had Cincinnati that lost it for us as well, plus ten and a half or the plus ten. Steelers just came out to play, man. These guys just, they just don't want to lose. And that defense, they were, they were swinging that defense, man. That deep line was out there just putting pre- all sorts of pressure on Joe Burrows. But hopes are high on Joe Burrows, Tony T. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, though, we did have a couple of good wins this weekend, uh, this weekend, didn't we? Yeah, we had a couple of wins, Mike. We won with the Bucks. The Buccaneers covered for us. Uh, it was a bounce back for the Bucks and their offense. Just like we said, you know, we, we had that path to victory and our thought process when we made that bet. Also, we covered with the Nebraska college football team, plus three and a half. 
baby Luke, man, baby Luke, he went off for us. You know, he did the job, got the job done for us. That is little brother of Mr. Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers. So look out for another McCaffrey coming up here. Uh, so what do you, what else you got, Mike? Uh, you know what? Yeah, man, I was happy he covered for us, man. That was good. Uh, college picks. If you guys heard our last show, I gave out that college pick. Uh, we, you know, we, we like other sports too, you know, might give out a college pick here or there. Tony T he, he, he's into the fighting. We might give out a boxing pig, maybe, a, maybe the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Coming up. Oh, you never yeah. know. Oh, <laughs> most definitely. I am on that. I've been, I've yeah. been that, uh, commentary for, for a while now, man. I, I don't want to get into it, but that is a most definite pick. We're going to be on one of those sides. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So you know what I mean. We we'll, we'll have some things. You know, we we'll, we might look into the UFC fight this weekend. There is a pay per view coming up, so you never know. Uh, just just stay tuned, listen, and keep listening. We might have something for you. But yeah, how other you, than that, uh, the, the Bucks going forward into the next matchup after a win, Mike, most definitely a good bounce back win. How do you feel? They're going up against the Rams versus the Bucks. It's going to be a Monday night game. How do you feel about this game? What do you see when you when you hear about this game, or what what uh you know catches your eye when you hear the Bucks are going up against the Los Angeles Rams? <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't shake me to my core if that's what you're trying to insinuate. Uh, but nah, man, the Bucks. I'm after after this Sunday, man. I'm I'm back sold on the Bucks again, man. They're, these guys are back on track. I think the I think the New Orleans game was just a fluke. Uh, I don't know, man. Everybody just didn't want to show up that game. Nobody wanted to protect Tom Brady. But you know what they did differently with that? They switched up that offensive line a little bit. They moved their center into left guard, and they put in a new center, A.Q. Shipley. Used to be from uh, – well, he used to play for the Arizona Cardinals. You know, us rooting for the Cardinals, man. He used to be there back in the day. So they put him in center. They shift their center to left guard, and uh, that, that clearly made a difference, man, because they are able to protect Brady and – Ronald Jones ended up running in that last game for 192 yards. So I'm not too worried about them against the Rams. Um, they need to be able to stop the run because the Rams are actually – they're really good at running the ball, man. They're I believe they're eighth in the league in uh, rushing yards per game. Uh, Tampa Bay, though, they got a really good uh, rush defense. So I think I'm going to have more – I'm going to have faith in them uh, going into this weekend. Uh, then they got to be able to just to protect Brady. You know, like I said, when with doing that offensive line switch, I think that definitely helped them out. So, and they're going to need it because uh, the Los Angeles Rams, man, they get they get pressure on the quarterback. Aaron Donald and old boys, man, they don't mess around. So, they're going to definitely need that. Um, but yeah, I'm liking them, man. I already put the bet on them. Actually, this is actually going to be one of my picks for next week. They opened at three and a half. I got them at three and a half. I currently still see them at three and a half. So. If you if you like them, you want to roll with me. I'm 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 rolling with them, and I know it's a Monday game. Normally Monday games, I kind of usually do wait on those. But oh, you know what, Tony T? What's up? I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it right now. It's currently at Tampa Bay minus three, so it is moving toward it is moving towards the Rams' way currently right now. So did I hop on it too early? Because I got it at three and a half. Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm still rolling with it, man. That's not gonna discourage me because I don't. I, I don't try to, you know, overthink on my bets too much. I did my, you know, I looked at my research and after looking at this Tampa Bay and after watching what the Rams did, 
you know, I, I looked into this before I placed this bet. So I'm, I'm rolling with Tampa Bay still. I like them for three and a half. Which, which you got, Tony T? Yeah, I'm with you, Mike. I'm actually going to roll with you with these Tampa Bay Bucks. They did a great job last week. They were on fire. I only expect them to just keep moving forward and keep progressing. I don't see them taking a step back. Uh, I really, really like what Tom Brady did. They kept the offense going. They had a really, really nice showing. Kept kept the, the defense on the field for the the opposing defense. So they got that real tired real quick. You know, you know, that's the worst feeling to be on the floor half the game. And it's like, just getting killed. But to go with the Tampa Bay Bucks, I got a minus three and a half as well. You know, I don't feel so bad that it went down to three. It's probably going to fluctuate. I don't see it going down to two and a half. So I, I, I don't really don't see it going down to two. If it does, it happens, but I don't see it going down to two and a half. I think it's going to jump back up during the week, especially because um, three and one at home, Tampa Bay Bucks, the Los Angeles Rams are two and three away. So that's uh, in favor of the Bucks right there. We're, we're in favor of the Bucks right there. Oh, that's good. My, yeah, most definitely. My prediction for this game is Tom Brady the path to victory? Just like you said, he's he's has a ton of weapons now. He's just going to be able to uh, at least keep it in contention with the Rams, and they're at home, dude. They got the advantage. Like it's it's going to be a good matchup. I, I I just like the way the Bucks have been playing. They've been coming out with the edge. They got to prove something. Brady has to prove something. He has to prove, you know, he made the right move coming to Tampa Bay. The weather weather is a big play. Uh, going to play a part in everything we're doing i feel really bad about that ravens loss weather uh, played a big part uh, we might have stayed away from it if we knew how bad the weather was going to be so that's one thing that you want to look out for weather when you're making your bets as betters got to take weather into consideration tampa bay florida yeah tampa bay, absolutely florida right now it's usually warm right right yeah i mean if we check the weather we'll know <laughs> And weather definitely helps if you're betting uh, over-unders. If, you're, if you want to be an over-under better, uh, weather, you absolutely need to know how the weather is looking. And unless it's in a dome, you know what I mean? Sometimes domes don't matter. But, yeah, you definitely want – but then you want to look at the teams that are playing in that dome. So, uh, no, weather is definitely an important factor. We always want to pay attention to that. So, and I like what you're saying, you know, Tom Brady, he needs to be able to, he has a lot of weapons now on that team. And now they're utilizing Antonio Brown. I mean, this team is just going to get, they just got that much better. And also too, not only should you be worried about the weather and be looking into the weather, you also need to be looking into injuries and a big injury for the Rams this weekend with Andrew Whitworth. They had a card him off. Uh, I haven't actually seen anything stating that it's he's done for the season, so I don't want to say he's out for the whole season, but he definitely is out for going to be for some time, and that's a huge loss on that offensive line. And Tampa Bay's defense, they're no slouch. That's a really, really good defense, and that's a defense that could definitely get pressure. So we're going to ride with it, man. I like it. What about uh, you have any other picks uh, this week that you liked? Uh, I'm also on the Green Bay Packers against the Colts. You know, uh, I – I'm watching the Colts. They they beat us last week, but, hey, you know, they got Green Bay. That's a tough matchup. You got a really great quarterback going up, a really a really great defense. You know, the, the big issue that I see with Green Bay is them coming off a loss 
or not a loss, but like they lost the spread. They didn't cover the spread. So that that's something they I, I don't want to say they pay attention to that, but you know, players know what's going on. It's like, damn, we were we lost to a close we lost close. This uh bad team really almost beat us, you know what I mean? So they got that in the back of their heads going forward. They gotta have a standout performance just so they can solidify their playoff berth. That's what I'm thinking with the the Packers, and you know what, man? They got all the tools. Everybody's back in play. Everybody's uh, healthy going forward, as far as key players like Jones and uh, what's his name, uh, the best wide receiver in the league. What do they call him? Devontae Adams, uh, the Adams family. Yep. Now nah, that guy's really good, man. That guy's a shit. I mean, there's a lot of great wide receivers out there, man. If you had to take your pick, man. Um, but that guy definitely stands out, man. Just like all the others, so. I guess what I take away from it, in order for me to be on this Packers game, they got to be able to stop the run and be able to put pressure on this on this Colts team. You got to you got to let Phillip Rivers be Phillip Rivers and make Phillip Rivers mistakes. And Phillip Rivers can make those mistakes if you put some pressure on them. However, that offensive line, that offensive line at some time they could be really good on that Colts team. And Green Bay's defense, man, they they can't they can. They can't even stop the run, man. They can barely stop the run. So are they going to be able to stop Jonathan Taylor and Najee Hines in this weekend? Uh, they're going to need to if they're going to want to win this game. So, but I'm a I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers guy, especially when he's an underdog. And this and to me, Aaron Rodgers is to me, he's I think he's one of the like top three best quarterbacks in the league for sure. This guy, this guy has always been able to do things that other quarterbacks can't do. So I'm a big Aaron Rodgers supporter. I like him as an underdog. I, it's harder for me to go against him at this. Just, just to um, name drop, just, just to going, throw something in there, Mike. Maybe you can add to this. Uh, what do they call the man that just uh, did a, a great, great pass? What do they call him uh, Hale Murray. Hale Murray. They're comparing this guy to Green Bay Packers uh, Aaron Rodgers. The big thing that we know about Aaron Rodgers is he has this big play capability. You got to keep that into consideration also when you think about this game going up against the Indianapolis Colts. You know, you got the man, the trigger man in the back with Aaron Rodgers. I just wanted to throw that in there. I don't know if you want to add to that, Mike, but Aaron Rodgers is – he's it right now, dude. You know what I mean? He's uh hes getting that age. That age is not – not getting any younger you know what I mean he has to perform now they got to make moves now they got all the tools now it's just that defense always gets him yeah it's I he's definitely not the problem whatsoever it's just they don't give him that that organization don't give him any support really is what it is no support on defense because as you can tell the defense is still clearly bad and this is the team that was in the NFC title game last year a lot of people probably forget that because they were just literally ran out of the building during the NFC title game against the 49ers. So, but I will say this, what is making me pick the Packers this weekend. And I'm actually picked because again, I like Aaron Rodgers as an underdog. So I'm, I actually put a unit on them to win straight up yep. and I got them for plus. I got them for plus plus one thirty. is where I got them for. I got them right when it opened and why I'm going with them. Because to me, what I found was an interesting stat. I like to throw in some stats when I make my picks. Not all the time. Sometimes stats lets me know. Sometimes the stat will let me know, hey, I'm not going to make that pick. 
You know what I mean? Sometimes it will draw me away from picks. But if I see a good stat that kind of stands out to me, uh, I kind of go with that. And one of the ones I saw that kind of stood out to me is that Green Bay on third down conversions, they're fourth in the league. These guys, they convert on third downs when it gets to that point. And Indianapolis, as great as that defense is, they're 17th in the league in third down conversion third down conversion stops. So Green Bay, the opportunities given on third down, they need to convert them. They're one of the best in leagues at converting. They need they need to be one of the best in leagues at converting and show it in this game. And I think that'll be a real key for them to get past that Indianapolis defense and get to the red zone because when they're in the red zone, they're fourth in the league in red zone scoring. And Indianapolis red zone defense, an opponent scoring, they're 19th. And that, to me, kind of stood out. As great as this Indianapolis defense is, uh, they can't stop opponents in third down, and it's hard for them to stop opponents from scoring in the red zone. So, and I find those two being Green Bay's one of best one of best assets on their teams to convert third downs and to score in the red zone. That's what's making me go with the Packers this weekend. So that's what's standing out to me. Hey man, I'm right on there with you, Mike. I'm I placed the bet. I got it at plus one ten. When I placed it, it's moved up to plus one twenty. So you're getting about twenty cents back for your every dollar you uh bet so that's a good investment especially on a good underdog like Aaron Rodgers I'd love to have my money on Aaron Rodgers especially uh, against <clears throat> the Indianapolis Colts dude I mean I I'm rocking with you I'm on I'm on the same page where we are one unit deep trying to get back from last week uh that's the plan that's the name of the game damage control Mike you know how we do it we got to come come back and uh be better learn from last week and just keep moving forward Yep, you're right, man. We come correct. So, that being said, those are actually the only two games that I actually currently have a bet on. I don't have a bet on any other game right now. Those are the two, to me, that stood out, and those are the two that I hopped on. Uh, I don't have any other bets that I'm betting again this weekend. Uh, Do you have anything, Tony T? No, I don't, but if I do, uh, I'm pretty sure we'll have another show here pretty soon and i i may have some ufc picks and we'll talk about that in our next show we'll see what's up this is better connection nfl week 11 leans and stayaways All right, so going into this weekend's leans and stayaways for week 11, we are going to start off, Tony T, with the Thursday night football game. We got Arizona Cardinals versus Seattle Seahawks. We got the spread currently at Arizona plus three, Seattle minus three. It did move from three to half to three for Arizona for plus three and a half to to plus three. So if you're looking at Arizona, I think now's the time to hop on them. There's also the money line. Currently, Arizona is plus 150. Seattle currently, I got them at minus 170, 175. And the over-under currently, I see them at 58, over-under. So it's moved up. It looks like about half a point. Uh, Tony T, you got any? Uh, you got anything on this game? I don't, Mike. I don't. I would, I would look towards the over-under, maybe – 
maybe check that under out, but I'm staying away, staying away from this one. Arizona and Seattle, that's too close for me, too close to home. Um, I'm just going to enjoy this one, you know, steak and shrimp, steak and shrimp moment for me. Steak <laughs> and shrimp, just chilling. That's all I got for that one. Oh, yeah, man. I like that steak and shrimp, man. Shit, give me a glass of scotch on that, man. That's a good-ass night. All right, so – then we'll go ahead and just move on to the next game. Next game that I see on this list, we got Philadelphia Eagles versus the Cleveland Browns. We got Philadelphia currently at plus three and a half, Cleveland minus three and a half. Money line, Philadelphia is plus 160. And I see Cleveland currently right now at minus 180, 190 right now. And the over-under currently sitting at 46 and a half. Uh, Tony T, what's your uh, you got to play on this one or are you got lean? Oh, uh, I got a lean, I got a lean on this one, Mike. Cleveland straight up and the under 45 is what I seen it. Uh, just a lean, just for the reason being, you know, I'm not gonna bet this game. Uh, Cleveland straight up, I think they're just better than Philadelphia. They're they got that old school, you know, vibe when they play. Uh, the under weather. The weather's going to play a part. Uh, it's going to be cold in Cleveland, another cold one. Uh, but, you know, Philadelphia, they're used to they're used to that weather as well. So you never know what's going to happen. There might be fireworks, might not. But I'm leaning towards Cleveland straight up and under 45. That's what I'm leaning on that game. Mm, okay, so you're taking Cleveland money line and then the under on the 45. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, you know what, man? The over-under, I'm not mad at you about that. Uh, I think the under the under does make me sound like I think the smarter play out of all these plays. I, it's hard for me to put any sort of money on Cleveland because game, like, it seems like games are maybe Cleveland should win. They're not winning. I mean, even though last week, yeah, they, they barely won by three. Nobody was scoring. I know Chubb could have got that score in the last second, which cost a lot of people who ever bet on Cleveland that game. Not us. Uh, <laughs> but I think for the three and a half, I see that half. I just see that half point value right there off the plus three for Philadelphia. I think I see, I, I see good value off of that. If I think it'll be another close game like last week against, against uh, Houston when it was Houston against Cleveland, not saying it's going to be another 10 to seven game and Houston, they're going to run out the ball at the one yard line and kneel the ball at you know, it's not going to happen like that again. Let's hope not. <laughs> but I think in this case, it's going to be a closer game. Philadelphia are on a – these guys need to get back on the winning track. I don't know where they're at right now. They're, they're sitting in first place with a losing record. If it wasn't for that tie, um, I don't know, man. These guys need – I think it's just got to put a little fire underneath them. They need to get separation on first place in that, uh, in that NFC East, so – I think if I were to put any other lean on this, it would be, for me, it's going to be Philadelphia plus three and a half. Uh, and, yeah, I'm going with that. Uh, That's cool, man. That's cool. All right, man. Let's go ahead and go on to the next game. We got uh, New England, the New England Patriots versus the Houston Texans. Uh, I currently see New England sitting at minus two. Houston is sitting at plus two. New England money line, I got on my one book sitting at minus 135, another sitting at 140, minus 140, I'm sorry. And Houston currently at plus 115, 120. And the over under I see right now at 48. 
47 and a half on some books, but I see my two books currently at 48. Uh, Tony T, what, what you got, man? I'm not betting on this game, but I do have a lean. I would lean New England money line. Um, four and five, New England, four and five, right? Uh, they're gonna, they're trying to get to even, they're trying to. You know, break even on their record and maybe try to get into into the playoff picture, but I think they'd have to win out or something like that, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I mean, five five losses. I mean, yeah, if they win out, uh, I haven't seen who they have remaining on their schedule, but, but anybody I can do lean, it, man. I would lean the money line on New England for that game, just because they're trying to fight for something. They got something to fight for. Houston. That's their season's done, dude. It's it's a wrap. Yeah, it's hard to argue against that, man. Houston just doesn't have not looked the same, and it's no fault at all to Deshaun Watson. I still think that guy's a great quarterback. Is just when you just got nothing around you and nothing protecting you, and you're running for your life half the time. You trade away your fucking your most valuable weapon for scraps. You know what I mean? For yeah. peanuts. True. You know what I mean? For Funyuns. Like, now, he's on, chilling with, now he's chilling with Hale Murray. Uh. <laughs> now he's out there catching bombs for, for game winners. So, yeah, man, I think I'm a, I think I might roll with you, man. That, that might that might be a good uh, – that's not a bad one to lean on. Uh, what do you currently have it as? I have, for, I have it at minus, uh, minus 135 as the lowest for me. What do you have? Uh, well, I've seen it at minus 140, like you said, but – Okay. I'm not sure. So, the reason why I ask is because if you go with the point spread on this, point spread odds, you never – most of the time you don't get even odds with point spreads. They usually – you're almost always going to have to pay a VIG, which is yeah, that little minus, bit of extra. Minus so it's usually minus, minus 132. I'm seeing it at this book. This oh, for, for, for New England uh, money line? Yes. So that's good. That's not bad. So if you were to take the spread – if you're to bet the spread of New England minus two, right, then you're gonna get you're gonna have the odds you're gonna get is gonna be minus one ten odds, which isn't bad. It'd be like if you're have to pay eleven dollars to make ten dollars. And Tony T's case and in my case, us leaning towards New England money line, if we get New England just to win the game, they don't have to win by two, they could win by one. If they were to just win the game one thirty five then we would only have to pay $13. So it'd be a couple extra bucks. We had to pay $13 to make 10. So we pay a couple more extra dollars, but it's that peace of mind knowing that new England can at least win by one point. There's no, we don't have to worry about a spread. Cause even if they win by two, that's a push, which when we explained, if you push, you don't win or lose your bet, you get your money back. Well, if we get it for money line and they win by two, we win our bet. So, it's that good little peace of mind paying that little bit of extra. We're not paying too much of a big. So that's not, that's not a bad one to lean on. If you're usually when I play that kind of case, it's like if I see the spread for maybe like minus three or less sometimes, and then I see what the money line is. And if the money line is just too high for me, then I'll just go and go with the spread and take the minus minus one ten odds and take the, and take the chance. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. Let me let's go ahead and get on to the next game. We're going to get through these uh get through these games. We have quite a few, but we're not going to bet on all of them. All right. So going on to the next game, then 
We got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. We got Pittsburgh at minus 10 and Jacksonville sitting at plus 10 for the spread. Money line, Pittsburgh sitting at a whopping minus 550. And Jacksonville, I currently have both my books. I got two different money lines, which is pretty, pretty cool. I got one that sits at plus 375, and my other one I have it at plus 425. That's a good little 50 cent difference right there, man. And they get some good value off of that if you're feeling Jacksonville straight up, which I'm not. And I got the over-under currently sitting at 75 and a half. Tony T, what are you feeling? Uh, I would lean the, the spread plus 10 in favor of Jacksonville on this game. Uh, that's just me, just a lean, maybe sprinkle a little something on the money line, maybe a little twi- uh, 25% of a unit on the money line of Jacks for Jacksonville to win straight up. That's wow, just, that's man. just a lean. That's just a lean. I, against the unde- against the against the undefeated Steelers, man, you gotta tell me more, bro, for real. I just like uh Luke Luton. I like the way he plays. I, I feel if uh, the team keeps playing hard for him like they've been playing hard for him, you know, maybe something can happen to where the Steelers fall back, fourth quarter fall back, retreat. Oh, Vegas, Vegas, <laughs> uh, Vegas wins, or you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you mean like the books, yeah, the huh? Books, books win, books, yeah. You know what, man? You're crazy, bro, for real, man, because you're probably gonna be one of the few who, people who, who truly feels that. Who's not like... gonna have that in their parlays this week, as far as oh, Steelers, that's a I lot. Mean... Steelers money line, even though it's minus 500, you throw that in a parlay, a 10 team parlay, that's kicking a little something, not a lot, but it's a little. Uh, well, I'll say this, man. For me, that the bet to me is too obvious, man. Unfortunately, this one, I don't have a lean on this one. I guess if I did have a lean, the obvious lean for me would be Pittsburgh minus 10. But it's not really because of the – I don't think it, they're going to – they could score at will, I believe, because of that passing offense. They got a lot of weapons on them, wide receivers. and But I, I don't think that that's going to be how they're going to win. For me, it's going to be their defense. Their defense is going to show up. And Jacksonville against – that Green Bay defense were able to do something because to me that Green Bay defense it really isn't that good either. They can't stop the run for anything. Robinson had a great day, but Pittsburgh's defense and Pittsburgh's run defense very very good, and that's a whole different story. No, so you're right. You're I right. feel Pittsburgh. I feel P- Pittsburgh to me has the capabilities of, of blanking these guys. I don't believe they will, but they definitely have the they have the players for it. And for me, but the, it's just too obvious of a pick. You mentioned they could get backdoor covered off of something stupid. Robinson could break off one quick run, or Luton could get the that one pass off that nobody expected to get, and that could just be the one to do it. So uh, I, I really, I guess if it was a lean to be Pittsburgh, but that's not a it's not a heavy lean for me, not not in the slightest. So, but you're leaning Jacksonville plus ten, yeah, and uh, maybe and maybe sprinkle a little uh. Maybe sprinkle a little some something on that uh, money line, huh? Yeah, a little twenty five percent of a unit. That's as far as I'll go. I ain't mad at you, man. It's all how you buy. It's all about how you manage your money, and you guys manage it however which way you guys feel, man. And if you guys want to throw the whole <coughs> enchilada, man, hey, man, you do your thing, man. All right, let's go to the next game. We have the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints. So, one of my books still don't have this open yet. I wonder if it's just because uh the whole Drew Brees status thing, I guess. Uh, the other one, I currently have Atlanta sitting at plus five and New Orleans minus five for the spread. 
I have Atlanta money line plus 195 and New Orleans at minus 230. And the over-under currently sitting at 51. So, Tony T, what you got? Yeah, I don't have a play on this game, Mike. I would lean I would lean New Orleans and uh, Atlanta over 51. I would lean. Uh, the reason I would lean that is because Jameis Winston, yeah, he could put some points up. He's not a pushover. Uh, most touchdowns in the league last year, most yardage in the league last year, you know, he's he's a good player. He's finally getting his opportunity uh, towards the end of the season here with Drew Brees uh, sitting out with his injury. So my thought process when I see this game, okay, the over looks good because Jameis Winston is a turnover machine, but he can score. He can get yardage. He, he does good things as he's, you know, yeah, messing yeah. up. So the over looks good to me due to the fact there can be a lot of turnovers and a, a lot of come up areas for Atlanta and New Orleans to keep it in the keep themselves in the game with all the play playmakers they have. Uh, Michael Thomas didn't really do anything all season, but now he's back. So, you know, he got Jameis Winston to throw, throw some bombs, throw some, throw some heat. All right, Tony T. Shit. Well, you know, man, I ain't mad at you about that over, man. That actually don't sound too bad what you said about Jameis. So uh, you're right, man. Turnover machine. But, you know, that guy's going to be chucking balls out there and, and he can he can throw him. He has uh, he has arm power, so he can he can get the ball out there. And Michael Thomas will be out there waiting. So, all right, man, let's go ahead and go to the next game. Then we have uh, the Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Tennessee currently sitting at plus six and a half. Baltimore minus six and a half. This game did open up at seven for Baltimore. So seeing it go down to six and a half, hmm, seems like you got a little bit of money coming in on Tennessee right off the bat. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. See if anything moves anymore. Uh, Baltimore uh, money line, they're minus 270 as the favorite. And Tennessee is plus 230 as an underdog over under 49. Tony T, you got anything? Yeah, I would I would do the same thing. Come at it with the same at the same angle. Uh, maybe sprinkle a little bit on the money line in Tennessee's favor with with Baltimore. You know, and not playing up to par these past two games. I would try to take advantage of that. Um, just a, maybe just a twenty five percent of a unit. That's all I would put on it. But that's what I'm leaning. I wouldn't bet it. I'm just saying that's an angle that I would try to look at and maybe try to convince myself to pull the trigger, especially at plus 220. What did you say you got it at? Two, I got it at plus 230, 230? right now, but I'm sitting at it. That's not, mm-hmm. a, bad, that's not a bad bet. You could double up your uh, quarter of a unit, you know, and not feel so bad. Absolutely. Not feel so bad if you lose. So that's a good come up there. So that's the thought process when you look at bankroll management should play a part in every decision you make while making a wager. So that's something to think about. That's true. You know what I mean? Some people, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Even us at first felt like we didn't have self-control, wanted to bet on every single game, realized you can go through a lot of money that way. <laughs> so, uh, some, you know what I mean? You can, some people, they, when you manage your money better, you can sprinkle, 
you know, you don't have to do a whole unit. A unit, again, it's about 1% to 3% of your bankroll, whatever whatever you're betting, whatever your bankroll is. Uh, everybody bets differently. So whatever you choose, you can just, you know, go off of that. Anything to kind of, you know, build up, build up your bankroll. And what Tony T just saying here is that with them kind of, with that money line odd right there, for, odds for Tennessee, you know, he, it, it's something that just caught his eye. I don't blame him for it, uh, but I don't have a play on this one at all, just for the simple fact that these, both these teams have just looked horrendous when they both lost their left tackles. And losing offensive linemen, that, that hurts a team, man. That hurts a whole team dynamic. And if you can't win in the trenches, most of the time you're probably not going to win the game, no matter if you got a really good – no matter if you got a really good quarterback like Lamar Jackson or you got a really good quarterback like Derrick Henry. So, uh, for me, I'm, I'm staying away, staying away. Tony T leading the money line for Tennessee, uh, but just a little something-something, not a, not a whole unit. All right, cool. So now the next game we currently have is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Washington football team. Cincinnati, currently I got them at plus one and a half for the spread. Washington minus one and a half. Uh, Washington currently the favorite money line sitting at minus 125. Cincinnati plus 105 is what I got them. Just shy over uh, even money. So you make a little something back. Over under 46 and a half is what I have. Tony T, you got to play on this. Uh, Cincinnati versus Washington. I don't. I don't have a play on this. I'm actually going to stay away. This is going to be a stay away for me. It's. It's. Uh, they're really not playing for much. They're. Not to say a bum fight, but it's kind of like a bum fight. You know, they they don't really got anything. <laughs> they don't really got anything going on. They're not playing for the uh the playoffs. They're 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 not trying to get to the next. If anything, Alex Smith is playing for a contract, and um, Joe Burrow is just trying to get better every single week. So I, I'm thinking to just stay away. That's something I would just stay away from right there. I don't really want to bet on that game. I don't really have a that's I don't smart. have a lean for that game as well. Yeah, no, that's smart, man. Because you know when you feel that way then you should just right off the bat, don't overthink it and just stay away from it. And that'll, that's also going to save your bankroll right there too. You know, you, you don't need a bet on every single one of these games. Leans, all we're doing here is just giving you like, hey, here's who we're kind of leaning towards, but we're not pulling the trigger and making the bet because we don't feel comfortable putting our money out there on these on these bets, on these picks. Maybe there, we're waiting for a line movement. Maybe we need to see if somebody's sitting out at the last minute. Maybe if the weather changes. Uh, you just, just don't know uh, COVID everything that's happening now, fucking people can get COVID the day before the game and they, and they won't be able to play. So you just never know. So I don't blame me not having a lean on that game at all. If I did have a lean, well, I do actually have a lean and my lean is going to be the, uh, the over on this game. I currently have it at 46 and a half. If anything, I feel Joe Burrows against really good defenses and good teams. Yeah. He hasn't really shown his best games but against you know so so defenses the bad defenses he's shown they hey man this guy definitely looks like he could belong in this league so Washington defense you know that sometimes they can give up points you know sometimes they show out and they can you know they can stop people but they do give up some points a lot of the time so and they and just like last week Detroit you know they were able to stop Detroit the second half but they let Detroit get 27 points and 
a dumb penalty, get them down to the field goal range and kick the game winner. So Washington's defense, I don't trust them. Uh, I feel, and uh, but I also like Alex Smith. I, I, Alex Smith's coming back from injury the last couple of games. He's thrown for like over 300, 350 plus yards on both them games. So uh, he he still has he still has enough in his arm to to get it out there, man, and to make the right decisions and the smart decisions. So I think they're going to be able to score. I'm not going to have a play on this game because I think like it's, like it's a bum fight. But it's going to be a pretty interesting bum fight. Bums that can be able to throw some jabs at each other. So that's what I'm looking forward. Uh, I'm looking towards just a high-scoring game on that one. I like to. I'm really hoping for Alex to do good, and I'm really hoping for Joe Burrows to do good. So why not have them do really good and fucking go in a shootout back and forth? You know. So that's my lean for that game. All right. So the next games on the list, we have so far the next games, they're all afternoon games. And then we have the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. So the next game, we have the New York Jets versus the LA Chargers. LA Chargers be sitting as a favorite at minus eight and a half for the spread. New York Jets at plus eight and a half. Money line for the Chargers is minus 450. New York Jets, it's plus 330. Over under 47. Tony T, you got anything on this game? Because I sure as shit don't. No, Mike, I don't. I don't have anything on this on this matchup. Uh, to stay away game for me. Uh, that's why they're called stay aways. You save your bankroll that way. Uh, Miami and the Miami Dolphins versus the Denver Broncos next game. Miami Dolphins are currently minus three. Denver Broncos for the spread plus three. Miami money line minus 175 and Denver Broncos is currently at plus 155 as the underdog at home uh, over under 45. Uh, Tony T you got to play on this one. I have a lean. Um, I'm watching this line waiting to see if this line moves to minus two and a half in favor of Miami. Maybe I'll jump on it. then, But right now this is just a lean for me. Miami uh, five and oh, in their last five games, Drew Locke doesn't look good to me. Four interceptions in the last outing against the Raiders. I just got to keep rolling with the hot streak. Five and old Dolphins. I'm thinking about placing this bet. If it gets down to minus two and a half, I'm going to pull that trigger, but I'm going to just keep watching. Yeah, I'm not mad at you, man. I'm not mad at you about that. I'm a Denver fan, but it's hard to see them winning this game, man. Even – I mean, without Drew Locke, I don't think he's going to play this game. So, uh, Miami, like you said, 5-0 and the last five games. When Tua joined the uh, last few games ago, they've been looking real good. They've been winning games. So, not mad at you, man. Keep riding that Miami hot streak, man. You ride that team until the wheels fall off. Uh, next game, we have the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota currently at the spread, minus seven and a half. Opened at minus eight, now seven and a half. Dallas plus seven and a half. Minnesota money line currently minus 360. Dallas is plus 300. And the over under 48. Tony T, what you got, man? It's another stay away game for me, Mike. Uh, Minnesota and Dallas, those are two teams that I just really can't put my finger on what, what, what to expect out of these teams. You know, they got the new quarter, not a new quarterback, but they got uh, Andy Dalton coming back. 
he should be the starting quarterback for this game. So I don't want to get backdoor covered or, you know, I'm just going to just sit back and just watch watch this game. Another uh, steak and shrimp game for me, Mike. All right, all right. Shit. Yeah, uh, I'm staying away from this one too, man. Minnesota, I might want to – another one that I kind of feel like is the obvious pick for the spread, but we saw Dallas keep it close against the undefeated – Pittsburgh Steelers and they covered their spread there so I could see another game like that happening with Minnesota and Minnesota definitely had some bad losses in the beginning of the year so wouldn't be just surprised to see it all creep back up even though Dallas has a horrible defense um Zeke Elliott hasn't been his self all year who knows maybe this is the game where he finally shows out so uh I'm staying I'm definitely staying away from this one too a lot of variables in this one uh, next game, last game in the afternoon, uh, and it's actually a game that we already have money on, so we don't even have to talk about it. It's Green Bay against Indianapolis Colts. Green Bay still at plus two and a half, Indy minus two and a half. Green Bay currently at money line plus 110, Indianapolis minus 150, over under 51 and a half. Um, We've already mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, we're, we're taking Green Bay. For the, we're taking Green Bay money line. Uh, we'll go ahead and go on to the next game. Uh, this the Sunday night game: Kansas City Chiefs versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Kansas City minus seven right now. Line's just moving up. Tony T went from six and a half to seven now. Uh, Las Vegas now plus seven money line sitting at plus two forty for the Las Vegas Raiders and minus 280 for the Kansas City Chiefs. Over-under, 56-and-a-half. How you feel about that Sunday night game, Tony T? You got a lean on this one? I more? don't. I do not have a lean on this one. This is another uh, steak and shrimp game for me. Just going to chill out, enjoy the game, <laughs> and just chill, you know, watch this game, enjoy it. Should be a lot of scoring. So that's all I got on that one. I don't have to stay away. Steak and shrimp. It's a steak and shrimp. Stay away. Oh yeah, I like that man, steak and shrimp, man. Like I said, man, give me a glass of scotch on the side, man. That's a that's a good that's a good dinner right there. All right, so that's it for the Sunday games, and now we just got one more game, which is the Monday night game. It is the L.A. Rams versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which again earlier in the show we already got a play on this. We got Tampa Bay for the spread. We got them at three and a half. They're currently still sitting at minus three, so. Uh, money is coming in a little, there is coming in on, on the Rams, but, uh, we don't see it going too much further down. I don't see it going to two and a half, like you was mentioning earlier in the show. So, uh, Tampa Bay, we like Tampa Bay for the spread. We're taking it for the spread. That's our move on that game. And that's it for the rest of our games, uh, for the games of this week, Tony T. I feel pretty good about it, man. How you feel, man? How you, how you feeling coming up this weekend, man? Yeah, I feel really good about our, uh, picks. And um, our leans, uh, they're just leans, you know. Uh, I am watching that Miami game, Miami versus Denver. I might jump on that. That's really the only game that I'm really watching that I might place a bet on. Um, That's all I got for week 11 leans and stayaways. This is Better Connection, Betting 101, props, also known as novelties and side bets.
All right. So uh, what we want to start doing every week is try to teach one thing at least about the betting world, sports betting. Uh, There's quite a few things out there you can do, different types of bets you can do. Uh, We may teach certain strategies, how we bet, uh, how other people other people betting strategies and what works for them because everybody has their own different systems. So um, to kick it off for this week, we are going to talk about prop bets and what a prop bet is, is basically you're betting on one specific thing to happen. And most of the time when you do these prop bets, you, for the most part, you get some pretty good odds on, on most of these prop bets, or you get pretty close to even odds that you can get. So what exactly is a prop bet? What does it look like? What would you be looking for? So an example, we're in football season. Uh, there's, you could say like Tom Brady, plus or minus 250 passing yards he's going to get this weekend against the Rams. Oh, well, if you think he's going to get that, if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm all over Tom Brady, you can bet the over on those yards and you would get probably minus 110 odds. Or you could bet the under if you think, oh, L.A. Rams defense is going to hold them. It's going to hold him down then you can bet the under on his passing yards. So it's almost like betting, I guess you could say an over under on points, but not every prop bet's the same. That's just one example. Other examples would be say UFC, Uh, UFC fights, boxing fights. You can do prop bets on the fighter to win by knockout or a fighter to win by submission or a fighter to win by decision specifically, you know, um, you can bet them to win by a specific in which round. So he's going to win in the third round. No matter how he finishes them, he's going to win in the third round. And most of the time you call odds like that, those type of prop bets, you the odds on those ones because those are not that's unlikely to happen, but those are – it's just hard. There's just so much variables to get things – a lot of things have to go your way in order for it to – specifically land like that in that kind of a prop bet. Uh, another example, which is actually going to be a pretty perfect example, and I'll pass this off to Tony T, is say like basketball coming up. You can bet a prop bet on who's going to get drafted where, or if they're going to get drafted maybe top three, or if they're going to go number one, or over, they say like over, under, first or second pick you know, one and a half. So you can bet the prop on who's going to be the number one draft pick tonight. Uh, Tony T, you got, uh, if I'm not mistaken, man, I feel I think you got a little something, something on tonight's game, on tonight's draft, don't you? Important information to know, an event and wager does not directly affect the game's final outcome. When you make a prop bet, it should be fun. You know, this is something that, doesn't really have to deal with any win or loss category. This is just something that can possibly happen. Uh, my first prop bet is a LaMelo ball going number one, and I got him at even money plus 100 for one unit. For him to win the number one draft pick today uh, is what I need to win my wager. So then in the back of my head, I'm thinking, all right, that's not a bad bet, you know, even money. We got LaMelo ball. He was a Lithuania standout. You know, he's been around, been around, did some things. I think he's going to be a great number one draft pick. My second prop bet I have is the number one draft pick will cry during the live broadcast. I got this prop at plus 400. So I wagered just 
25% of one unit out of my bankroll uh, to profit one full unit. So that's a, that's a prop bet that I'm looking at. Uh, we are getting a full unit back with this prop bet. So hopefully this guy cries, whoever wins. It doesn't, and that's another thing too. It doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't have to be the mellow ball. This is a whole separate prop bet that the number one draft pick just has to shed a tear, just has to cry. So, you know what I'm saying? If he ain't going to cry, you know what I'm saying? He going to cry. So, hopefully he cries, bro. Like, come on, dude. Like, I mean, to cry, it's not that bad. It's not that bad to cry, especially after being the number one draft pick. You know, nobody's going to really look down on you. You got to show some emotion, man. Come on, man. I mean, Jordan. Jordan's always crying, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're fucking stupid. <laughs> Jordan's always crying. But those are the two prop bets. So hopefully those are good examples as to what a prop bet is for our listeners. That's a um, crazy that... – The best thing that I can do is to have fun with the prop bets. Just have fun. These are supposed to be fun prop bets. Fun, 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 I fun, mean, fun. that's that shit. That's fun for you, bro. That's crazy, man. You get a prop bet for somebody to cry. I mean, I'm sure Vegas has those kind of spread odds here and stuff, but that's you have to like go the sports. What I'm looking at are the books off off my phone that I'm looking at is you know it's from the casino still, but I'm not actually here at the sports book right now. So, and there's some casinos that probably middle of the strip, probably like MGM, Caesars, and stuff, Westgate, where yeah, if you go inside, you probably could get maybe some kind of crazy bet like that, but. A lot of times, man, I think you only see those kind of odds and bets on for online betting, man, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I know Super Bowl, you'd be getting some crazy prop bets, too, like that. Um, you can bet who's in the coin flip, if the coin flip feels. Uh, I mean, you get some crazy, you get some crazy I mean, during during any game, really. So, you being able to get, you being just, able to get the draft for somebody to cry as a number one pick. I mean, that's just nuts, bro. But hey, man, I hope you hit that one, man. That's not, that sounds like a gimme, man. That almost sounds like I would almost put half a unit on that. Like, like you said, you're the number one pick, bro. Like, how you not gonna cry? You know what I mean? Like, hey, you you fucking made it. You know what I mean? You made it. You went to the highest level where you wanted to go, and maybe you got your parents right there. You know, you got your mom looking at you, your pops made them proud. You know what I mean? You could, you yeah. just never know, man. Yeah, I feel like yeah. emotions are gonna play. No doubt, no doubt. Good one, man, I like that prop bet. That's not bad. Lamelo, so, shit, mm. man, it, shit, dude. If he ain't gonna cry, cry for joy or something. Don't, don't be sad. Yeah. You know what I mean, like last year, just for reference, Zion Williams cried when he won the number one draft pick. He cried. Do you remember that? Did, nobody really remembers that. You know, that, no, that's not gonna follow him the rest of his career. That he cried when he won the first round draft pick. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, they can bring it up, but. It's not like it's a bad thing. Yeah, that's all we're saying. Just go ahead, shed a tear. Whoever gets the first round, whoever gets the first pick of the draft, go ahead, man. Shed a little tear for us, man. It's all right. Nobody's going to yeah, think different. Come on, let me win my bet. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, Tony T. Well, I think that's uh, I think we did pretty good for today. All right, Tony T. So uh, before we close the show out, man, do you have any, uh, you got any other picks to look ahead to other than the NBA draft tonight? Uh, yeah, I do, Mike. Thanks for asking. I actually do have one pick uh, that I've placed for the UFC 55 pay-per-view. It's the Davidson Figueiredo, uh wrestler against Alex Perez, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, specialist here. This, styles make fights. 
and it's a wrestler against a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, I placed the over one and a half rounds minus 185 is what I got it at in the round, in a, in a five-round fight. So I feel really good about this bet, Mike. I had to place it. I didn't want the, the cost for this bet to go up any higher. So with that being said, that's the only play that I really have. The path to victory for that wager for to come out for me is I'm thinking Alex Perez, Perez needs to hold his own, uh, use the BJJ to his advantage, and, you know, just try to keep this fight going, you know, just try to fill him out the first couple rounds. You know, when you when you fight somebody, that tends to happen. That's a good possibility. And for, for me to win my bet, to clock him, Seven and a half minutes is the threshold that these guys got to break for me to win my bet. And I'm I'm willing to bet that this main event, this pay-per-view main event is going to go more than one and a half rounds. If I was to place uh, some money and order this fight to watch this fight, I'd be a little upset if it only went one and a half rounds, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd want to see a fight. I'd want to see two uh, good efforts. So that's something to think about. If the the bookmakers are placing this fight at minus or at a one and a half round fight, they're thinking this thing might end end pretty quick here. So that's all I got for this this main event, the last pick for today that I'm giving out. That's all I really got. Shit, all right then, Tony T. Well, if that's all you got this weekend, man, that's all I got. Uh, just want to give a quick shout out to the big man upstairs, all of our listeners, man. Thank you guys for listening, sticking with us. We're gonna try to give you guys the show uh, once or twice a week, give you guys our our best bets and our leans, and li- listen for us next week, man. We're gonna try to have a special uh, Turkey Day show with the, you know, with the three football games playing on on Thanksgiving Day next weekend. Who knows, man? We might have a little parlay. We might have a little parlay on that on those three games. So. Yeah, man, just just uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to next week's episode. Uh, Tony T, man, any final words? Uh, yeah, just appreciate all the listeners. Stay safe and happy holidays. Hell yeah. This is the Better Connection with your host, Big Mike and Tony T. Straight up bets. And we out. Peace.